0: Jesus, I'm sorry about last night Jesus, we both know I tried Jesus, if you sack the world's in pieces I'm sure you've got your reasons But I have my doubts Jesus, I have my doubts with Questions podcast. My name is Josh Schultz, and I am your host and it is good to be back after taking a brief break over the holidays and into the new year and so here I hope you had a great Christmas and that 2021 is treating you well. And so on today's episode we're going to be talking about noted Christian apologist Ravi Zacharias. Over the past several weeks I have had many people ask about this whole debacle that's going on with Ravi Zacharias and um so today i thought we would briefly talk about everything that's going on now if you're not familiar with ravi zacharias he is a well-known loved by many christian apologist he actually passed away last may of cancer and i can remember i saw the uh, instagram post um, from the ministry that he founded rzim ravi zacharias international ministries and i was just very very saddened by his passing Affected me deeply because I have listened to so many sermons by Robbie Zacharias, um, so many YouTube videos. I've read multiple books, and he was an incredibly well spoken, published, he was a prolific writer, has put out many, many books advancing the Christian faith. And if you haven't been following what's going on with Robbie Zacharias, um, it was recently uh, found out that he was involved in many different um, sexual, I guess you could call it a scandal. Uh, let me go kind of back to the beginning. So in 2017, um, there was a, a woman, uh, she was married, and she made allegations against um, Ravi Zachariah, saying that there was some inappropriate texting that he had sent, um, You know, some, some images to her, and some discussed some things that were inappropriate. And of course he denied it. And I can remember hearing that and just thinking, Oh man, this is just somebody, uh, you know, out to try to make a buck off of somebody that's fairly wealthy and well known, and to tarnish um, his image. And I didn't think a whole lot about it um, because it would it was just so inconsistent uh, with what I knew about Ravi Zacharias. Like I said, I've, I've read so many of his books and found so much hope and encouragement through his writings. And so, um, you know, it kind of went on and on back and forth for a little while. And eventually, they settled out of court. And that was the end of it. Case closed. Well, fast forward until um, his passing and all of these allegations came out from multiple women saying that he had done inappropriate things uh, towards them. Now, Ravi Zacharias was partial owner of a spa in Florida. I believe a couple of spas, actually. And um, after his death, um, multiple independent people came forward saying that, that he acted inappropriately sexually towards them. And again, when this news broke, it just seemed so out of place, um, so unlikely. But yet it did give you pause to think, OK, there, there are multiple you know, independent sources saying this. And so it made you wonder, well, why after his death would these people come forward? And from what I read, um, when these these women um, threatened to expose uh, Ravi Zacharias, he would say things like, well, if you if you bring this to public to the public, I'm going to uh, commit suicide and kill myself. And so it did. It kind of remained um, out of the out of the light. But after he died, these women came forward and said that um, you know, in uh, most of these uh, situations happened, I believe, at the spa that he owned, and he would approach these women and say things like, "Well, I'm very tired from doing you know all putting in all these hours of travel and ministry," and um, that was kind of his um, his technique to. Um, acting inappropriately and saying things uh, toward these women and acting out. And so his um, ministry that he founded, RZIM, they took these allegations very seriously and they launched their own um, investigation over these allegations. Well, over the, the, I think it was a couple of days before Christmas, um, the news broke that RZIM did in fact confirm uh, many of these allegations. And they also said, um, that he acted in a way that was predatory and manipulative. And so his own ministry saying this was just a, I mean, obviously it was a confirmation of what many people were suspecting, but did not want to believe, because again, it was so inconsistent with what so many knew about Robbie Zacharias. Now, RZIM has not completely wrapped up their investigation. Um, it's believed that sometime this month they will complete that investigation. Um, but regardless, um, they have in fact confirmed many of these allegations to be the case. And so that gets me to asking, really, what the heck, right? So somebody that you, you put on a pedestal and, and it's I know we shouldn't put people on pedestals, but sometimes we do, or maybe not a pedestal, but you just deeply respect someone and uh, you know you're so involved in, in how they've helped you and how they've helped other people. it's hard to believe that you know, somebody like Robbie Zacharias would be capable of doing these things that just seem to defy his character, what he wrote about, and what he talked about. And so we have to ask ourselves, well, well, how could this happen? And so I think we have a couple options here. Uh, and again, these are just speculations because obviously we can't talk to Ravi Zacharias because he passed away, you know, almost a year ago. And so either Ravi arrived at the place to where he was just you know bamboozling people, uh, didn't believe it, and his life reflected what his true beliefs were, but he kept that out of the public eye. I think that's one option. It's not the option that I hope for. The other option is that um, he sort of had a tiger by the tail and got involved in an aberrant lifestyle and, um, and fell into sin. And that he was just living a double life. But the part that does give me pause is seemingly, and of course I don't know his heart, so this is just an outward observation, seemingly he died unrepentant, right? Um, He knew everything that was going on and totally could have said, you know, before he passed away, look, this is what I've been doing, Um, it was wrong. I know that I've spoken out against this stuff, but here's my struggle. Um, But he didn't do that. He sort of um, just sort of let himself go to the grave and left everybody after him to clean up this mess. And my heart really goes out to his family, to his daughters. Um, uh, His daughter uh, runs the uh, RZIM now. And so that has to be a lot on her Um, going through this investigation. And so it really does make you wonder about this. And certainly Ravi Zacharias is not the the first person to fall this way. But um, I know many have asked themselves, well, how could this happen? And the core of the issue is this. Is man is a sinner. Um, man struggles with sin, and nobody is beyond that. Nobody's beyond that. And the more I go, the older I get, I'm developing a lower and lower view of the sinful nature of man. Now, you know, modern day psychology will tell us that you know man is basically good, and sometimes we get misguided. But education and knowledge will bring us to a place where we act better. And certainly, education and knowledge are great, and you know if we know better, we can act better. But ultimately, underneath all of that is a sinful heart. That's what Scripture says. That the heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can know it? And so, um, I think those are the two options with Ravi. Um, but I do know this. Everybody can fall into sin and temptation, even someone like Ravi Zacharias. And I'm sure when you are you know, high profile like Ravi, um, you feel in such a way that um, you just feel stuck and trapped, uh, perhaps nobody to reach out to. And I'm certainly not making excuses for him by any means, um, but it's very possible that Ravi was living a double lifestyle and his pride or whatever just kept him from, from escaping that. But it is certainly disappointing uh, because you want uh, people that you admire and respect to have... Um, character like a strong underlying character and so i think as christians it really reminds us um, to really focus and pay attention to our character and that makes me think right now with a lot of what's going on in our country um, william lane craig also another apologist who i I really admire and believe that he's legitimate and who he says he is he tweeted or i'm sorry he posted on social media posted on facebook um, a post about donald trump And it ties in with what we're talking about in Ravi Zacharias with character. And I'm just going to read to you what what Craig says. He says the case of Donald Trump has an object lesson how a man's flawed character can lead to his own undoing, giving his considerable accomplishments, such as the appointment of three Supreme Court justices, brokering a Mideast peace agreement, engineering a revival of the U.S. economy, revitalizing the U.S. military, confronting China's economic and military threat, stemming the tide of illegal op- immigration, and much more. He could have been a great U.S. president, but he has been his own worst enemy. Like a figure in a Greek tragedy, his nemesis is his own deeply flawed character, which has contributed to his downfall. This should be a lesson to every Christian, but especially to those in leadership positions, to be mindful of our character development, to try to recognize as best we can our own sinful proclivities and to allow the Holy Spirit to do his work in conforming us to the image of Christ, lest we lest we bring disrepute upon his name. Now... I greatly appreciate so much of what Donald Trump has done and in some ways I admire his devil-may-care attitude and willingness to tell you know people how the cow eats the cabbage because I think we needed some of that in Washington but at the same time I think much of Trump's undoing was his his deeply flawed character just like Craig says. And I think as Christians we have to be so mindful that our character matters um, obviously, our public persona, but how much more behind closed doors when nobody's watching that we get to choose whether or not to make the right decisions when it's just us and God and nobody else? And you know, and with Ravi Zacharias, obviously, um, that was where the problem was. Outwardly, he looked like an amazing, polished um, person on mission for God. But we know at the very least he struggled with a secret sin that he didn't let anybody in on. And I know we've done an episode not long ago um, last year on pornography. And, you know, sexual sin, it is um, often secret and you feel trapped and you feel like you can't climb out of it. And that very well could have been the case with Ravi Zacharias. But for us, um, perhaps you are somebody as well that has looked up to Ravi Zacharias and, what he's accomplished and what he's done. Um, how do we process this whole thing uh, of his, his sort of fall, um, so to speak? Well, I think this, I think, you know, Ravi Zacharias did so much um, to advance Christianity and taught many, many good things. Uh, does that mean that everything that he taught was wrong? Well, well no, absolutely not. Now, obviously, Robbie had some problems, but that doesn't mean that everything that he said was, was wrong. And so to discount everything that he said and taught because of you know, these, these sins that he committed would be an example of committing the genetic fallacy. Now, in logic, the genetic fallacy is you judge something as either good or bad on the basis of where it comes from or who it comes from. And so regardless of, you know, Ravi's sins, that doesn't discount um, what he taught and what he said. Now, it does do this, I believe. Um, I have had a very difficult time um, reading anything else by Ravi or listening to any lectures. Not because what he says is wrong, per se, but just because I feel so deeply disappointed in the inconsistencies in his life that it's just hard for me to 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 listen to him or to read his writing, but it shouldn't do anything to shake a person's faith, um, because while Ravi Zacharias did many good things and and taught many truthful things, I believe, um, you know, I'm not placing my faith in Rabbi Zacharias. I'm placing my faith in Christ, and that's the way it should be with everyone, whether it's our pastor, teachers, um, whether it's you know Christian people that we look up to. Um, there are many many people that do great things and that serve the Lord and that maybe. Um, challenge us to think deeper about our relationship with God or spur us on in our faith, but our faith isn't in those people. It's in Jesus Christ. And so I think we have to really make sure that that sticks, that while many people teach us important things, it's not them that we're placing our faith in. Instead, it's the Lord and, and who they perhaps teach us about but I think if there's one thing we as Christians can learn from Ravi Zacharias, you know, I say this frequently, is that secrets make you sick. If you have ongoing secrets in your life, if I have ongoing secrets in my life, things that I feel like um, no one else can know about, will eventually, um, in the meantime, those are going to make me sick. And somehow this stuff always floats to the top. And so character is so crucial um, that we allow the Lord to continually shape our character, and so certainly we need to continue pray pray for you know RZIM the ministry um, who's done much good, but obviously this is going to be a setback for him for Ravi Zacharias's family as well. And I think we also need to keep in prayer and be mindful of those whom you know Ravi Zacharias hurt, um, whether it was the families that he um, you know acted inappropriately towards, or just the people that are impacted by his ministry who are perhaps disillusioned or angry are confused. I know when I started reading all this, I was a bit confused and angry myself and I had to process it kind of like we've done today over the course of this episode. had to think through this and to think, you know, well, our leaders, our our people that, you know, perhaps we put on a pedestal or admire, they're going to let us down because they're sinful and nobody escapes that sinful nature. And so um, we can't place our faith and trust anywhere else, no other name, outside of jesus christ and so as we close out today i hope this has given you something to think about um whether you have been following the the stuff going on with robbie zacharias or not um, to remind us to you know really focus on our character and let the lord change us from the inside out and so thanks for tuning in i um, looking forward to um, continuing on in this year if you've got a question feel free to um like the Facebook page, shoot us a message, or you can shoot us an email, ChristiansWithQuestionsPodcast at gmail.com. And so we will see you right here for the next episode.